Game of the year. What game's that? Game of the year 2019. We're competing with the the Games Awards, Dan. Yeah. You still didn't say what game it is. Sekiro. Oh. That was the Sekiro theme, everybody, from the game of the year 2019. Sekiro. Uh, maybe the game of the decade, because I technically I don't know, name a better game in the 2010s. Um, that's a great question. I. What's up, Dan? Hello. How are you? Good. A little cold. Yeah. I have cold. You have cold. I warm have cold. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast. We've been off for two weeks. Two weeks. Correct. Yeah, you got to listen. I am listening. There's a, you're, you're looking at stuff. There's some kind of sea creature in chat. Yeah. Tentacles. Been off for two weeks. We were off for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. How was your Thanksgiving? Good. I had turkey, potatoes. Same. Mm-hmm. My Thanksgiving was busy and chaotic. But I did. I had my... So I had like Thanksgiving dinner, but I had it with a toddler. Mm-hmm. And so you're it, like you're just kind of shoveling food in. Mm-hmm. And I told Amber, I was like, I'm not going to eat the next night or two nights later. I was like, I'm not going to eat dinner with you guys. Like I'll be there. I'll cook dinner. and I'll be there while everybody's eating. But then once all the kids are in bed, I'm going to make my leftover Thanksgiving plate because it's arguably my favorite part about Thanksgiving is the leftovers. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to make my leftover Thanksgiving plate. I'm going to eat it by myself. And it was pretty good. <laughs> Your life is busy and chaotic. Yeah, we got little kids. But then we were off last week because yep. Amber and I have little kids. Uh, and they were sick. And nobody had slept last Wednesday night. Everybody had gotten like very minimal sleep. So it was just like, I just can't do it. Fun. Too tired. So much fun. So much fun. This podcast is brought to you first and foremost, as always, Mm -hmm. by the one and only Joey the Good Boy from the Joey the Good Boy Company. Joey is a good boy. He's over there sleeping. Mm -hmm. He's awake. He's looking at you. Joey. I stumbled over Joey tonight and hurt my toe. (laughs) And I yelled at him. (laughs) And I felt bad for yelling at him. I went, God damn it, Joey. And then I was like, well. This is my fault. No, it's it's his fault. If he had just stayed where he was, I wouldn't have stepped on him. But then because he was like, oh, he's going to step on me and moved, I was just stepping over him. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was stepping over him. If he would have just stayed still. Everything would have been fine, mm-hmm. but his dog brain was like, no, he's going to step on me. And so he lunged like into me and uh-huh. then I smashed my foot into the wall. Ah, nice. You're going to make it? Yeah. Is it a big yawn? No. Dan's there, got there a, was no yawn. Dan's got a cold. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, mm-hmm. who's a talented and cool designer uh, based in Minnesota. Uh, I love him very much. Mm-hmm. He designed all our set pieces, everything, everything you see that isn't live. We have no updates on the shirt. Mike has said that he can't design shirts until his wedding thank yous are designed and sent out. Okay. So I guess we're waiting on that. That's okay. That takes precedent. It is okay because we're not paying Mike any money technically. As well. Unless the shirts sell and then he gets money. So he's so it's, it's And we, we haven't it's, even figured out what percentage that is. It's so in his best interest 
if he never designs anything, it's I'm fine with it. And he's also losing money then. Oh, a lot of money. Yeah. There's a lot of people who would buy that stuff. So the longer he's taking, the more money he's losing. Yep. Simple math, really. Oh, yeah. Like that Manchester Orchestra album. Simple math. Simple math. Duh, the body's even got here. No, you don't know that Manchester Orchestra album or nope. song? Nope. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I guarantee there's not a single person in chat who likes Manchester Orchestra except me. Uh, I don't blame him. It's like it's one of those bands where, like, uh, Maloney just put Coldplay on his Instagram. It was like, ugh, Coldplay. Mm-hmm. But a man, when you listen to Manchester Orchestra, it's like I like it, but I get oh, it I if you it. don't. Yeah, you got any bands like that? Well, uh, well, the beef says blech. I assume he's saying it's Manchester Orchestra. Uh, not really. Not really. No, the closest thing would probably be like. Like me liking like comic movies and you would that would be your response, blah. No, my response is like, eh. well, yeah, but if that, I think that's what Jeff. Blah, means. Like, I feel I, is I don't like think Jeff hates it. Jeff would okay. So what was the song the other day? Uh, Maloney posted a song. Javin, are you in here? Raise your hand. He posted a song uh-huh. that his media specialist was listening to, and he said, <laughs> "Yeah, it, it all sounds like this one band." Yep. Uh, alert. I thought you were talking about Manhattan Transfer, is what Wallabeef just said. I have no idea. I don't know what that is. What that is. God damn it. I can't think of that song or that band that Javin was talking about. I know, because we were singing a oh, song. Oh, I'll bet you it's in my... Uh, I looked it up, though, so it's in my played history. I had never heard of them, Javin said. Uh, Javin, what was that band? He said, I've never heard of them. No, no, no. The band that he... Hmm, it's not in my recents. Oh. Well, bummer. Yeah, who knows? The band that Tom Lee was playing, and it sounded like every band, or it sounded like this one band. There's literally something in my recents that's just a sounds. Dude, Jeff likes Manchester Orchestra. Oh, Manchester Orchestra sounds pretty cool, actually, from the 10 seconds I sampled and skipped around with. <laughs> No, 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 not that, not that band. What's the, what's the band that they sound like that had that one hit that everybody knows where they clap in the song? Hey, hey, yeah, that song. What is that? Hey, that's all I remember. It's like they go like, hey, da, da, da. I can't, I can't hey. even begin to sing it. What is that band? All right, the Lumineers. Lumineers. Okay, that was one where Javin posted it, and uh, Rob was like, I don't. I don't not like this. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I was like, no, I, you I actively, actively dislike, it. dislike it. Like if it was on the radio, I'd be like, can we turn this? I belong to you. You belong to me. I belong to you. You belong to me. Is that that song? Yes. I, I belong to oh. you. You belong to me. <laughs> okay. It's good for that reason only. Uh, Yeah. For that reason and that reason alone. But that is a song. That is That's how I hear blah. blah. It's okay. like, ugh, can we turn this off? Like, like this dislike. bothers me. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't know why it's not my recently played stuff. I guess I only played like Maybe you did. Maybe you somehow got rid of it. Like I played two seconds of it and then I was like, oh yeah, this song. You got tired of looking at it, so you said. The Lumineers. Whatever. Album of the Decade? Diff. Ugh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we'll go with Imagine Dragons on that one. Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I couldn't name an Imagine Dragons song. I'm sure I would know one if I heard it. I Ooh, we'll, we'll have to do an of the decade episode where I try and think of like 
my book. No, you can't plan it. It's got to be off the top oh, of your head. Uh, oh, no. What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, I want to get into my beer, and then <laughs> then you can continue with your idea. That's also a very cool-looking can. Something called Projecting from uh, Blackstack. Uh, it's a collab with The Brewing Project. Uh, Blackstack usually makes pretty good beer. Um, it's a triple IPA, so it is 10%. <laughs> It's a triple? A triple what? IPA. Okay. Good Lord. I'm not going to try it today. Smells like smells. Smells like a smell? I've tasted a triple IPA. Oh, Oh, it is. Wow. It's good. Is it? Yeah. It doesn't taste like... Overly hoppy? No. Well, I'm still not going to sip it because you're sick. No, I'd say like if you just like pour like a little in your glass or something. No, you just put your whole mouth and tongue on it. Eh. And then I saw you blow snot into it. Well, just a little. <laughs> That's what my son would do. He was so gross today. Just a little rocket. Uh, <laughs> I am drinking a Shells uh-huh. Dark. It's a dark American lager. I really like these cans. I think I've also drank the uh, their red ale on here. It's the same design, but it's a red can. It's just a very cool... Uh, who wrote uh, Cthulhu? Uh, it's like a Lovecraft vibe on the can. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a dark lager. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That was a good crack. I've had this before, and I know that I really like it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this one's surprising. Like, uh, We keep meaning to go to Blackstack. It's probably the only other brewery in... Saint Paul? In like in like this, yeah, that's in like Saint the Saint Paul area that I that I really want to go to. I haven't been to yet. I'm um, dr- I'm drinking from my glass that Mike Long got me that says Brew House. Oh, Fitker's Brew House in Duluth. Ah, Fitker's. Yeah, it's kind of a cool glass. Yeah, so I'll we'll have to go to we'll have to go to Blackstack one day. Where is that? Uh, where the old Ford plant used to be. Over mm. the, uh, in that area, Saint Paul. Remember where we Highland? Remember we did the. Uh, Oh, Big J, what's up? Hey. Give a sip to Big J. Oh, it's not there, Dan. I think I'm lying. Well, it's people, not there, tell Dan. me. Yeah, they just planned something for the old Ford plant, but it's like a big development. It's like, I uh, think there's some... Prior Ave in North St. Paul? Oh, it's in North St. Paul? 755 Prior Ave. It's worse than the glass. No, that's because it was all foam. There's no liquid. Okay, so I lied. It's not where I thought it was. No, yeah, I figured that out. Uh, Blackstack is right off of 94 near Uni. Dan just said it's in North St. Paul. Nobody knows where the fuck this place is. Brewed and packed by Blackstack Brewing. 755 Prior Avenue, North St. Paul, Minnesota. It's well, I'll go to North St. Paul. You don't know, Mike. Off of 280? It's near the new soccer stadium. Oh, that's way too far away. So, okay, that's where Jeff is saying. Yeah, that's almost Minneapolis. I'd go to North St. Paul. You, that's literally an <laughs> exit past barrel theory. <laughs> it's the first exit almost. The soccer stadium? Yeah. That's way more exits past barrel theory. It's all the way through Spaghetti Junction. That's all. That's what I mean. It's like the first. It's like it's where you <laughs> live. You used to live there. I know exactly where it is. It's closer than the, the Asian food we used to it's get. It's just Minneapolis is is creeping not till summer, though, Kevin says. Not till summer. To what? 
To go to Blackstack or to go to North St. Paul? I'll fuck with North St. Paul. Yeah. There's no, there's no, <laughs> that's why I was like North St. Paul because there's no breweries in North St. Paul. No. Nobody's making a brewery in like fucking Megatown, North St. Paul. Someone, I'm surprised someone hasn't. Yeah. They're, they're probably uh, everywhere. So you can leave the Woodbury City limits in summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with the time of year. Like if, if it was still three o'clock in summer, I'd still say no. Yeah. I just want to be home before dark. It's scary outside right now. You guys are so salty. Go to Barrel Theory. I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying. No, we'll go without you. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, they're building a brewery two blocks from my house in the next couple of years. But you well, it's, you can't do anything with that. In two years from now, beer Big, will be, we'll be beyond beer at that point. <laughs> I'm just speaking specifically to Big J. Yeah. I always thought it'd be a good idea. Maybe I should start drinking. I, I think that's a bad idea. Uh, I always thought it would be a good idea for like, um, I think that, fuck, what's the place? Uh, right by the XL. Um, they make the red IPA. Red. Uh, bad weather? Bad weather. Thank you. Uh, I think bad weather do- did this. I don't know if they still do, but like, Make some gourmet, like in-house sodas too. Mm-hmm. Or I've seen some places will make like com- their own kombucha. Yeah, a lot, a lot of places are doing sodas. Although now. I guess if you're if you don't drink, you might not want kombucha either because it does have some alcohol in it. But if you make your own soda, and then it's like you know nobody's gonna go or not nobody, but it's like it's less fun to go and like yeah I'll get a coke. But if you get to go and try like some peach creamsicle soda yep. that's made there, like beer. yeah. Uh, with your buddies who are having a couple of beers, but you don't drink. I I don't know why more places wouldn't do that. I I don't know how hard soda is to make. I guess I, I I've definitely seen it. Like some of them are doing it. They're making their own soda. Like Lipbridge was the first because they had their root beer. Yep. Um, and I I know I've seen it at at other ones that have like artisanal sodas. The only one I could think of, man, this beer is really good. Oh, I've been third, with- third Act does it. If Third Act does it, we I'm probably should ban. Javin from chat tonight because he's a third act. He's being only contrarian. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Javin. I love you. I wouldn't ban you. Uh, mark it on your count. Two years from now, everyone will be into tarantulas. Is that what that says? Are we, are we eating them? Uh, answering your questions, Jack. <laughs> I'm sorry, Javin. I'm not saying who is reading what. I got to get better at that tonight. Yeah, I'm off the train. All right, Dan, what's your best game of the 2010s? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think people are going to be doing instead of beer in two years? Eating tarantulas. <laughs> Eating marijuana tarantulas. Um, I know what mine is. It's Sekiro. Yeah, like I'm, like, I'm, like <clears throat> PUBG. Yeah, I was going to say the other one or the one that I would guess for you is PUBG. I'll, I'll just say PUBG because that was the most unique experience I've had. I just wasn't. That game was fun, but I wasn't. I didn't have my PC when that game was like when we were at going, peak we, fun. We were going ham for that game. Yeah. Uh, I also don't think I would have. I, I would have lost. You know, I got uh, Apex was mm-hmm. cool when it first came out, but mm-hmm. a few weeks in, it was like, all right, I get it. I don't need to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But Sekiro, I, I'm thinking about starting a new Sekiro run where I don't level. And I don't like I don't do anything. I don't level my heals. I don't level my health. I don't level my attack power. 
and I have to beat the game on just level one. Mm-hmm. I want to try doing that. So I'm doing it right now in Dark Souls, and it's proving to not be that hard. Schwartz got your back. He voted uh, Sekiro on the Steam. I voted Sekiro on Steam, and I've never even played it. I don't think I've played a game from this year. <laughs> what do you think of the decade, Wade? What's your uh, what's your what's your? I'd like to hear people's games of the decade. I'd be interested. I'm really excited. Next decade starts out March. Don't don't start shouting them out now. If you need to take twenty minutes to think about it, you're allowed to. No. <laughs> we all know first thought, best thought. Uh, you said PUBG. Yeah. It took me a second. <clears throat> I thoroughly enjoy uh, Modern Warfare. It's really fun. That's been a really fun game this year. How has nobody said Red Dead? That game, that game was fun. It's definitely not. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I could name five games from the 2010s. Um, Let's see. The Witcher? Somebody's going to have to check me. Came out. Halo Reach and Rocket League, Javin says. I'm having fun with COD. Yeah, this is a... I'll hear that. Big, big like, J says. This, is, this feels like a... It's back to... It's closer to what COD this, was great. COD? Okay. Yeah. It's closer to what COD when when COD was awesome. Okay. Like when when we played it forever. Uh, what was that? Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare Two, maybe. Okay. I think it was. The we played it on Modern Xbox Warfare. forever. Yeah. It was like when Donnie and Amber and I lived in Woodbury too. Yep. Yeah. Played a ton of that. Um, but yeah, Jeremy a good one with Rocket League. That'd be Matt's. I can't imagine like he could say another game, but there's no game he's played more than Rocket League this decade. Every day he plays it. But the game you play the most doesn't necessarily mean best, does it? It's, it's, it's hard to say. Like, like standout experience. I feel like Matt might say Red Dead 2. I don't even know if he beat that. You think Rolo would say Red Dead 2? I didn't beat Red Dead 2. There just got to be a certain point where I was like, all right, I get it. I'm a cowboy. I don't know what. I don't know what. Uh... No, Guitar Hero and Rock Band aren't this decade, are they? Holy shit, are they this decade? Was I still working at Best Buy when they... Rock Band might. I feel like Rock Band is Guitar before Hero, 2010. Uh, Guitar Hero definitely is before 2010. Defin- you think definitely? Guitar Hero, yeah. Yeah, because I didn't work... When did I stop working at Best Buy? Shit, I don't even know. Uh, So The Witcher is one for me. Uh, Witcher 3. Rock Band 4. You mean Witcher 3, correct? Yeah, yeah. So if I was going to do top five, I don't even know if Dead, Red Dead would crack my top five. Witcher 3. Which Red Dead? Red Dead 2. Okay. I'm talking about this decade because Red Dead 1 is not from this decade. I feel like the game's less than 10 years old. Is it? It was on Xbox 360. I don't even know anymore. I don't know. It is. It is perfect. GTA 5. No, I didn't finish that one either. Mine would be The Witcher, uh-huh. The Phantom Pain. Okay. Uh, sp- the Spider, whatever Spider-Man game I played. <laughs> that game. The I, PS4 Spider-Man. I, like, I think I almost 100%ed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyrim. Was 2011? <gasps> oh, no. Skyrim was 2011? Man, this decade has been long. Why is this decade so much longer than other decades? <laughs> um, Man, Skyrim's definitely in the, the top. I... I I didn't, even, I didn't even beat the story of that game. I just ran around like an idiot. No. Skyrim Skyrim might be my number two behind Sekiro. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, when did Dark Souls 3 come out? I think that came out 2016, so I'll rank that in there. Yeah, that's in the last couple years. Uh, okay, so now my top five I have to actually alter. Sekiro. Uh-huh. Skyrim. Uh-huh. Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Souls 3. And then I think I think Phantom Pain. Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain would beat out The Witcher for me. I think that's my five. Okay. Gavin, Gavin says Breath of the Wild. I'm sure that would make mine if I played it. That's that's a thing. That that's a game that's won a lot a lot of people's game of the year last year. Because no, that was such a. I think if I, if I had an opportunity to play it, I think it would m- make mine. Oh, Big J says God of War. That's another one I heard really good things about. Yeah, God of War Three was supposed to be very good. Oh, Robot Dinosaurs that beats out Phantom Pain. Whatever that game was. Event Horizon. No, uh, not Event Horizon. Uh, not Event Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. Horizon Zero Dawn was fucking tits. It was very cool. So, okay. That makes my list. Sekiro, Skyrim. What was my three? God, I totally uh, lost three. I've said, we said so many games in between. That Sekiro, Skyrim. Well, I, I might say Zero Dawn. Oh, no. Sekiro, Skyrim, Zero Dawn. Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3. And then Phantom Pain still in there? There's one I'm missing. Red Dead 1 is not from this decade, is it? Yeah, I think we decided it's less than a decade old. Huh. Oh, Big J said Spider-Man. So, okay. Sekiro. Sekiro Skyrim. Zero. No, Spider-Man. Zero Dawn. Dark Souls 3. Those are my five. Okay. Of the decade. I, I don't I don't play many games either. Uh what does that say? What does Schwartz say? Under- Undertale. That's a that's like an RPG that Oh, okay. Was like a, a game changer. Like it was like really? it, people I've never heard of it. Loved it. Undertale. Yeah. I'm gonna write that one. It's down. like a kind of like a spritey game that's about a lot of kind of other issues. Um what if I bring up the Steam app if I can look at what I played. Uh by the way, I didn't say the date. It's Tuesday or Thursday, December 12th, <laughs> 2019. Jesus Christ. Tuesday. Tuesday. The second day. Red Dead 1 is in this decade. Wow. Man, this decade does. It feels like this decade's been longer than I realized. Um, I, th- I think I, I definitely played Red Dead 1 more than I played Red Dead 2. Uh, yeah, for sure. Me too. Red Dead Two deserves some kind of award. It is a it's it's a game it's unlike any other game. Yeah. It's an achievement. It's 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 some kind of marvel. That being said, it just it does it didn't capture me the way other games have captured me, including Red Dead One. Um, the witness was really neat. I oh, the witness! I'm surprised. Does I, that make your top five? I don't know. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed playing it. Um, I'll put it in the top ten for right now. Okay. Just because I, I really like that game. Um, otherwise, like, there's not a lot on Steam that I play. Like, <laughs> so we'll say. So I played Elite Dangerous for 63 hours. Uh, Path of Exile, I have 80 hours in. But it's like randomly. Yeah, Path of Exile is basically uh, Diablo. 158 hours in Rocket League. Wow. Uh, 
639 in player unknown battlegrounds. Holy shit, that's number one with a bullet. That's by so much more. Oh man. We played we played the hell out of that game. That game was pretty fun. Like just I, I still have it's one of those things where you just like the memory also brings like the feeling of like because you remember how intense in that it was. T- yeah, being in that like final part mm-hmm. and like your heart beating like crazy. And it's just like this it's this whole package. Oh yeah. I got number two solo once. I've never gotten a number one solo. Yeah, that's a that was a that was a real heart racer. Mm-hmm. But that's where I've gotten that's where the FromSoft games sunk their teeth into me was like the final boss on Sekiro. I mm-hmm. had to go back to work the next day, and so it was like I I just felt like I was like I have six hours to beat this, and I played that last boss for I think over four hours, mm-hmm. just dying and dying. And then when I finally beat him, it's just like, it's, I didn't even celebrate. I just like set the controller down. I was like, <sighs> like you just really, I really felt like I'd earned the end of that game. Portal 2. Portal Man. 2 was really. <gasps> for, for just, a, for an experience and like, oh boy, I, that might be my top Portal five. Portal 2 was so much that fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, 2011. Holy crap. All these games are 2011. Portal 2 is really, really fun. Um, Shit. Even though it didn't come out, a game that I played a lot over the decade um, would be World of Warcraft. Because I, I played every expansion mm. that came out. So over the course of this decade, I definitely put in a few hundred hours Interesting into, into World of Warcraft. I haven't played that game in a long time. I was watching uh, my favorite streamer, Lobos Jr., play World of Warcraft. And it just I was like, man... It just doesn't hold an appeal. That game it used to be all I could think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Javin says Prime 360 slash PS3 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think Portal 2, would have, Man, to, so Portal 2 would have to be my number five. Just the story. The story was great. It's a super fun puzzle solver. Yep. That game is really top tier. I keep hoping they're going to make another Portal. If it, like maybe it's gonna be Portal VR. Portal VR, it's gotta be Portal VR. That's yeah. what I was just gonna say. Because Portal VR, if you did Portal VR with a joystick, yeah, it'd mm-hmm. be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you're going through the portals, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah, we'll have to come back to it. Like I, I was thinking of like, because I think it'd be really fun to do with the movie night crew is like, come to movie night with. Like your top movies of the decade. Well, I was gonna say and I was like gonna look at the calendar because like, it could. Be, obviously, we're not gonna do one on the twenty sixth. No, like I'm technically back, but I'm like flying back that day. But we could do one the nineteenth. So next week we could come with our lists and just have a countdown of our number ones of the year. Mm-hmm. Movies we'd have to or of the of the decade. Movie. I don't know if I could name ten books of the decade. Uh, we like the idea of like. I, th- I think he also wants to be a part of it, which which he can be. What? Oh, because he said uh, good idea, Dan. And for our reference to like, you guys can you guys can in, come like, with your own list next week. Yeah, movies movies of the decade. Movies of the decade. Like your your ten movies of the decade. Trying to do that app movie a, night. I'll give you one that we're both gonna pick. Are you saying what my number one is, no. or one that I'm gonna pick? One. Hereditary. Oh well, yeah, like hereditary. But a movie that both me and you will pick. From the decade? Yep, for the decade. 
I don't. I'm not. We I'm not getting we, your mind meld here. We, I don't we both saw it multiple times, and we even saw a subpar sequel in the theater because we liked it so much. Oh, Sicario. Oh, Sicario. Yeah, the sequel was a bummer, but you kind of knew it was going to be. Yeah, you couldn't compare to the original. But that that was such a game changer. All right, we should do this next week. Yeah, we will. I, 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 Doing it at movie night, there would just be too many. We it'd be we, fun, but it'd be more of like uh We wouldn't watch the movie. This no, week no, no, no. talking about it for so long. Uh, Soldado! Soldado. It would be... Uh, it would be a fun, like, Saturday hang thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Or it would be a fun rotation. That would, That's a cool rotation. We could take a break from uh, Six Degrees. Mm-hmm. And we could do... Everybody gets to pick their favorite movie of the last decade and we do that for a whole round and then we just come back to who's after you uh wade then we just come back to wade (laughs) schwad said adam doesn't want to watch mad max again (laughs) i would do it i would do it there that time that i left was i was still getting up at 4 30 to write i had just had a baby and i was falling asleep watching mad max and i was like i don't want to stay for this so i just left but now if we watch Mad Max, I would sit through it, and I'd make jokes, and everybody would go, Mike would go, oh, can we just make Adam leave? <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, I can leave. Well, yeah, multiple people pick the same movie in a row. Oh, yeah. that's uh, I didn't even I think about that. I'd, it'd be interesting to see if we actually had the same number one, if people had the same number ones. Well, for sure, one of you. Okay, so if somebody picks it, you have to pick a different one. It would be you have to pick your number two. Sure. I just think that would be a fun rotation. We could. We may have to get there early because some of these movies are going to be long. I don't know. Wade doesn't like that idea. Wade gets Wade gets early now. He's usually there at like 7.30. Is he? Yeah. Matt doesn't like that idea. No, he'll just come in halfway through. <laughs> it's hard for Matt. I I don't know. We can talk about that later in movie yeah. night, but I like that idea of just doing a ro- uh, that kind of rotation and then jumping back into... Six Degrees is like the best rotation that we've ever done. Yeah. Six we're, Degrees we're is so, so much cool fun. Movies. And it, yeah, it... It makes picking your movie way more fun, mm-hmm. at least for me. Uh, it's, it's it's nice to be confined. Yeah, but still, like you're not super confined. No, you have a you have a pretty broad avenue. But it's I also like the idea of you can't pick like somebody who's already been picked. Yeah, because it just the it it makes it get narrow more and more narrow. Like we've somehow watched like four Nick Nolte movies already. Yeah, like it's it's it that's kind of the neat thing too is just the guy that shows up in multiple movies. Or who was the the buddy cop that like had the desk next to Nick Nolte? Yeah, in this movie we watched last week, it was he's like, why fifth. does he keep popping up? He's in Fifth Element and other Couple random yeah. stuff. He's just yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun next week. I mm-hmm. think we should come with just number ones from the decade, or obviously movies is going to have to like be a decade. Mm-hmm. Or pff, Jesus, movies is going to have to be like top five. Yeah. Uh, but books could be one. Mm-hmm. Albums is probably top five for me. Yeah. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go look at a bunch of people's lists. Published, not found. So yeah, has anything to have been created that's published. It can't just be something you found and in, in, in like. No. Okay. It can't be like, hey, I read uh, War and Peace for the first time yeah. in 2014. And it's the best one. Should we move on to our only topic? Sure. It's only 8.30. I feel like we've been talking longer than that. But yeah, Sekiro, everybody should play it. Don't be scared. 
Uh, did I say one and only topic? I meant one and only segment. This is our one and only segment uh, on the This Might Sound Stupid podcast, mm-hmm. which I sounded stupid saying. My throat made a weird noise. Uh, it's called Rob's Random Topic. Mm-hmm. Here's how Rob's Random Topic works. At some point during the week, or actually, Dan and I haven't texted Rob for three weeks. Just texted him today. Mm-hmm. Um, we text our friend Rob demanding a random topic. The rules are first thought, best thought. What that means is that I don't know what that like little gummy thing is. Hey, <laughs> the rules are first thought, best thought. That means whatever pops into Rob's head first, mm-hmm. he texts us. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that to just say he doesn't prepare a list ahead of time. Rob's an honest man, so we believe him. It's just whatever he's thinking about. Whenever that text comes through, it's mm-hmm. usually Thursday. Yep. Sometimes I try to surprise him though. Yeah. This week, Rob's random topic: What are some mostly from scratch or baking recipe? Jesus, I'm having a tough go of it. I believe in you. What are some mostly from scratch cooking or baking recipes that you enjoy making? Bonus points if it is recipe passed down to the family. Do we need to define from scratch? No, I think I think that's because like like the ones that like the ones I would pick are from scratch. Scratch. Um, yeah, I'm not saying like boxed pizza. I do love a DiGiorno. <laughs> I'm saying like uh, oh, it's getting too hot. My hat. Mm-hmm. Let all the all that heat out. Your head lets a lot of heat loose. <laughs> Um, you can do it. Give me one. Of, give me one of your. Hey, <laughs> Oster Camp says I grind my own wheat. I've actually thought that would be pretty fun to make bread from like the, you know, but you have to grind all the wheat down. Yeah. Give me one of yours. Uh, pierogi. Mm, yeah. And that's like that's that's, that's probably your number that, that, one from scratch, huh? Yeah, that's that's from scratch. You could get because you you, know, you make the dough, you make the potatoes, you make the potatoes, make. They don't make the sour cream. That just kind of goes. That just that just happens. Or the cream cheese, but I can't remember. Do you put cream cheese in them or is it on the side? You know, in the in the potatoes. Yeah, in the okay. Yep. Dan's uh, Dan's mom taught us how to make pierogies, mm-hmm. and that came nice. from my grandma. Yeah, so that's pretty passed down. Oh yeah, that's that's old world tech. Yeah, and they are delicious. Adam, your camera. I know this. I don't know why this camera. Decides to like get its own focus. It should be better right now. Yeah, you look pretty good. Um, if it's not, let me know because it's good on my end. There it goes. Now it's blurry. Now it'll back. go back. I I don't know why it was like randomly it started to lose focus. Some of my favorite recipes. So I don't know if favorite in in this context is favorite like favorite to make or favorite to eat. If you have if you have a different one for either one, well, like I love a roast beef. My roast beef recipe is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't cook it for a long time. Did, that, did it come from anywhere else, or is this just one? This you is just, literally you, you me. just decided upon. Yeah, this is just me. My mom makes a great roast beef, but she like cooks it to where it kind of falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a good like chuck roast. Mm-hmm. 
in a Dutch oven, mm-hmm. you put a couple of pads of butter on the bottom and olive oil, just all the fat. And then you cut up some onions and then you put salt and pepper on the bottom and you put the big chuck roast right on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then you cut up carrots, potatoes, Brussels sprouts, uh, and throw that all in there. Onion, garlic, throw that all in there. Put more pads of butter on it. Salt and pepper the fuck out of it. Put the lid on and put it in the oven for 45 minutes at 425. Mm -hmm. Take it out, pull the roast out, and let all the potatoes and carrots and everything just sit in all the juices that are at the bottom now. Mm -hmm. And then you slice into it and it's still bloody. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's one of my absolute favorite things Mm. to eat. But like cooking it is not, you don't really do much. You like cut up some veggies, throw it all in a pot, and just throw it in the oven. Well, that's the thing. It's like, like they're, they're, you you can have a complicated recipe, but a lot of the, a lot of things aren't like super hard to do. Well, yeah, because it's you don't have t- that much just, time. It's just time consuming. It's like because where it's I, like you do this, you let it sit for hours, or you do this, you let it sit for forty five minutes, you come back, you do something else. Yeah. I also really like uh, a pork roast. So you get a, you just get a pork roast. Mm-hmm. Do the same. You basically do the same thing. You put all the veggies in it. You put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Same amount of time. Cut into it. The roast is still a little bloody. Mm-hmm. And that's also delicious. The only thing that I like better with the pork roast actually is I have a different. I don't put it in a Dutch oven. I do the roast with carrots, onions, Brussels sprouts, garlic, you know, that whole thing. Put it in, and then I make mashed potatoes. For some reason, I like pork roast with mashed mashed potatoes. Okay. But I like roast beef with, like, cubed potatoes uh-huh. or whatever. Sliced potatoes. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> my other favorite thing to make is... I, I call it all-day spaghetti. Because mm-hmm. you basically... <clears throat> my mom would do it when I was growing up. My mom would grow and can her own tomatoes... And then when she would make spaghetti sauce, she'd throw all the stuff into a crock pot and then just let it cook for like 10 hours. Mm -hmm. But you'd come home from school and your whole house would smell like spaghetti sauce. And I remember I would have like just a bowl of the spaghetti sauce all by itself. (laughs) It was so good. Um, But what I do is I, again, get my Dutch oven Mm -hmm. because I love that thing. Um. <clears throat> you want to slice your onions up really small mm-hmm. and you basically fry your onions and garlic in a fuckload of olive oil and then you dump in whole peeled tomatoes which i buy can because i don't can my own uh and then uh just like a, a jar of tomato sauce i like this roasted garlic one do the, do the onions like disappear into nothing yeah so okay. that's what you do you take you bust up you like rip up the tomatoes but there's still like huge chunks of tomato basically mm-hmm. But then you, from like <clears throat> noon to four, noon to five, you just simmer it mm-hmm. for just hours on end, and the onions just dissolve. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, I mean, there are some onions, the ones that are bigger, but they just dissolve into nothing. Mm-hmm. And my favorite is to have it with spicy Italian sausage. And I've only recently discovered like fresh parsley mm-hmm. put over the top of your spaghetti is like. Makes, herbage. Oh my god! It makes spaghetti even better than I thought spaghetti could be. So, that's become like my favorite thing to make. I think watching like a lot of like Bon Appetit videos has 
demystify a lot of like cooking because mm-hmm. like just just watching them like you know they're they're you know they're trained chefs like, yeah they know how to cook but like it it really makes you it's it's made me like try more things because it's like oh like it's, things that you thought were going to be harder yeah yeah it where it's like oh wait that doesn't look that hard it's five things and you just have to pay attention for 15 minutes like it's not <laughs> yeah it's really easy if you follow steps yeah. it's really hard to follow steps with little kids yeah I that's one that. of the times i get the most crabby and i feel like the most bad about it but it's like i got i'm running through the kitchen with a knife and there's hot shit everywhere mm-hmm. toddler now <laughs> is not the time Don't do this to be like i'm gonna test this limit mm-hmm. it's just not the time man so big j says i really like spruced up pancakes i don't I don't fully know what that means. So I'm, I'm Big J, like, if you can explain a little more. Uh, to me, a spruce up pancake is like we would do it with, you'd be like cut up apples. Sure. Are you talking about in the batter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just do stuff in the batter. Uh, but maybe he's also going like whipped cream, <clears throat> cinnamon, like things on mm, top. Damn. Or just cinnamon sugar in the batter. Yeah. In the- oh, man. That sounds really good. Uh, have you ever seen any of the videos of the Japanese fluffy pancakes? I want to try yeah. one so bad. They're like this thick and they're just like, oh, that sounds really good. Big J says nutmeg, lemon zest, and a hint, and of, a hint of cinnamon. Okay. That sounds... And, and, and that, that, and so you is, mix that all in the batter? Yeah, is that in the batter? Real maple syrup, obviously. You're, Dan's Canadian. Don't, yeah. try to, don't try to flex here with your real maple syrup, okay? Like, you know. Dan's got it in his blood. It's kind of purpley, like a little. Yeah, Dan's got. If you if you taste Dan's blood, which I have, it's sweet. It's very sweet. <clears throat> okay, in the batter, that sounds really good. Uh, a thin layer of peanut butter. Uh, Dan sold out to the Butterworths a long time ago. Ugh. Not true. Those are fighting words. <clears throat> uh, like growing up, we we used to have just generic, uh, like Aunt Jemima's or. You're Canadian, yeah. Just lie. Oh, uh, we used to <laughs> go. We used to go to the trio back, tap it. There you go. Collect the sap. There you go. Boil it. <laughs> tap it with a hockey skate. Uh, not a log cabin, man. That's what my family did. I I don't remember being a log cabin. I think it was. I always remember the, uh, the like the Aunt Jemima bottle. Oh really? I remember the log cabin one that you warmed up in the microwave. Oh yeah. And now as I'm older, I'm like, man, is it really good of like fucking How microwave good that plastic, that plastic yeah. all my life? What's How, gonna be wrong with me? How good was that plastic? So Al Osterkamp said, uh, my favorite is Panakuken, which is a Dutch pancake, mm-hmm. and they are, in my opinion, better than pancakes. I don't know if they beat French toast, but they're they might. They're really good. It, you know, you know it's why? It's basically like if you Google Panakuken, why? Because it's just, it's just all the, it's got more of the bad stuff in it. It's just, it's like <laughs> a big crown of dough because they cook up. Uh-huh. It, it's like a dough bowl. I don't know. And then you just take powdered sugar and lemon and you put powdered sugar over it and you squeeze the lemon on it and then you mm-hmm. rip a peep off and like, oh my God, they're so oh, good. Oh, no, they're great. They are top tier but yeah it's it's basically just a delivery system for powdered sugar yep and probably more butter oh yeah butter butter's a big part of it yep uh but the the lemon with the powdered sugar amber makes them they're so good like i can't wait till my kids are a little older and we can more effectively make them on weekends do you ever ever think to yourself you should be zesting more no 
Okay. Do you? Just a question. <laughs> You're just sitting there at work. You should be zesting more. <laughs> that zester in my jar is going to waste. I need, I need to zest more things. I pick up some lemons. I wonder if you can zest an avocado. No, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Don't do that. No, Dan, I I don't think that. Stick to the citrus fruits. <laughs> what about me, Greg? I got nipples. Can you milk me? Uh, you told I had a thing that I was going <laughs> to say, and I got... Panikuken? Totally sidetracked from it. Um, My grandma, mm-hmm. one of the things that I still to this day like to make, I just don't make it because it's... Uh, it's I don't know if it's time-consuming. It's just everything with little kids is harder like once they kind of have figured out what limits are just like i can't ever test this limit like fucking around in the kitchen while somebody's cooking Mm -hmm. i know it'll be easier but like right now it's just like what's simple pan fry an egg Mm -hmm. or get out the griddle and fry up a couple eggs Mm -hmm. like that's easy but one of the things my grandma made was called sloppy eggs and so you take a pan Mm -hmm. with water and vinegar and then you poach eggs in it, mm-hmm. and you you just like poach them until they're just barely cooked. So still so, still runny, still very runny. Okay. And you get two eggs, and you put it on a piece of toast that's just smothered in butter, and it's got to be white toast. It can't be healthy toast. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like fluffy, like potato bread or something. And then you just cut it up into cubes, and then you let it sit for like a minute, and all the yolk soaks into the bread, mm-hmm. and it is hmm. it's just salt and pepper. I don't know, and also cooking them in the the vinegar water is really good. So you're 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 almost like taking so instead of like going through like your breakfast meal where like you're eating the egg, eating the toast, and then at the end you dip the egg in the, to- like mm-hmm. the toast. Like toast, you're just, that, just that, doing that just it all at once. Breakfast. Yes, <laughs> and you just like you have to cut it up, and then you just kind of let it all soak. And the bread that's why you need like the white bread, like mm-hmm. bleached flour, where it's going to really soak up mm-hmm. the the yolk. Like Artemis's asshole. Yes. <laughs> I bleach my ass. That's a weird podcast. Yes, like eating eggs right out of her asshole. I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if my kids will listen to this someday. Um, but yeah, sloppy eggs are really good. Okay, sloppy eggs are really good. I'm gonna get another beer. You talk about another. What's something else you like to cook? Um, I'm gonna, we got a fridge downstairs, y'all. So I can still hear Dan. He doesn't need he, he doesn't need a topic. I can just hear him. Uh, What's something else you like to cook? I've enjoyed uh, making different sorts of uh, pasta that I that I see other people make. Um, like I made uh, carbonara a couple times recently. I'd always that always seemed overly complicated to me since you're putting uncooked egg into a hot thing and then not cooking the egg. So like, like that always seemed like it'd be tough. Uh, but once I just, but once you do it, it's not that hard. So carbonate, you cook the egg with the heat of the noodles, but you're not cooking the egg at all. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's cooked with the noodles. 
it's it's it's, uh, it's still you're still technically eating raw egg. Because hmm. um, basically, you're like you take the noodle and you mix the cheese um, and the eggs together, and then you basically you're just, you're just coating the noodles in this like glistening, yeah, like cheesy like. There's a Japanese goodness. thing like that that I will do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's technically called. Uh, I was gonna say tonkatsu. That's not the right word. It's not. I just wanted to say tonkatsu. Tonkatsu is a fun word to say. Um, oh, my son started singing this French song today, and it was stuck in my head. Now Frere I can't Jacques? think of it. Yes. No. Ayala Camp, if you're still in here, tell me the song that Nemo was singing today. Frere Jacques. It's not Frere that. Jacques. Uh, Alouette, Jate Alouette, Alouette, Jante Alouette. Jate Alouette. Okay, thank you. I'm a, I think that's how it goes. I kept saying uh, apples a la mode. <laughs> Um, Alouette, yeah. Alouette, Jata Alouette. Um, what does the end part mean? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Um, it might be something horribly bad that we like. We've just been indoctrinated by the by fucking the French. French. <laughs> um, no, I. You take hot rice. Uh huh. And oh I, yeah, I have this like seaweed, uh sesame seed like little mix that you can buy at like uh united noodle and shit like that what that's called but yeah it's got wasabi and so you put but then you crack a raw egg Mm -hmm. into the hot rice and the hot rice is essentially like kind of cooking the egg but it doesn't it doesn't make it like a uh scrambled egg it just makes it this creamy delicious coating but you're probably still eating raw egg which as we know so long as you're not like the the shell is the actually shell where, is where salmonella the is. The outside of the shell is where the salmonella because that's the part that was touching the inside of the chicken. Yep. And uh, it's asshole. Yep. Uh, There's an episode of... <laughs> I like the way A.L. can't phrase this. I don't know how to spell French. Oh, no, because that's not... No, that's I not know. even close. But her phrasing, I don't know how to spell French. Um, episode of... No reservations, I think it was, where they go somewhere. This guy raises his own chickens, and uh-huh. it's like a really clean environment. And he serves Anthony Bourdain either raw chicken or chicken cooked rare. Hmm. And it was like, well, yeah, when you when you know when you know, like you're raising your own birds and they're not raised in filth, you can eat chicken raw. And he's like, this is delicious. And I was like, what? I don't even know if I could bring myself to try it. It would be so weird. Well, it's the fact that like. Was it? Is it like within this decade that the government basically lowered the temperature at which pork had to be served? It's either within this decade or within the last twenty years. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can cook pork to like I think it's one thirty-five. Got like medium or something. You know, everything like that. else is like one sixty-five. Yeah. I think pork is one thirty-five. Yeah, wild boar. They would still say. Cook yeah. All the way. It's anything domestically raised that's pork because they completely eradicated trichinosis. Trichinosis. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that raw egg. In rice, it's really good. Yep. Uh, another thing that's really good, we have a rice cooker, which I fucking love our rice cooker. Uh, you just take a tomato, mm-hmm. you put it right in the center of your rice, and then you do a bunch of olive oil and a couple of spices. I like putting saffron. Okay. It's like saffron's so expensive. Yeah. It's one of the very few times I'll put a little saffron in it. It kind of turns it orange. Or you can do turmeric too. Turmeric is really good, like raw turmeric ground in there. Mm-hmm. But careful because literally my zester, which we were talking about, I zest turmeric. Uh, is permanently dyed orange from the turmeric. Hmm. You put a raw tomato, or a raw tomato, you put a tomato 
right in the middle of the rice. And then when it's all done, you just the skin peels right off. And then you stir the tomato oh, neat. into the rice. And it's just you get with a little salt and pepper and then something else like turmeric or saffron to kind of bring out the tomato. It's really good. That uh, egg thing that you're talking about was uh, a topic on Terrace House a few weeks ago. Because this one lady that was living in the house had never had it before. And they went there for a date. And she was what did she amazed have? by it. The, the, the rice with the, the egg. Ah, okay. And like, but in like all the people were just like confused. It's like you live in. We, this is like one of the most famous things in Japan. People love this. How have you not you had this yet? It? You're you're 27 years old. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Big J, no, but I have noticed when I'm leaning forward, I go down. Big J asked if my camera's lower than normal. Dan's camera will move from time to time. Like right now, you can see the monitor, which at the beginning of the podcast you couldn't. So I think Dan's camera is slowly turning. There's a good chance. Like who knows? Maybe this. This cable's getting hit by something. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Turn it back. There you go. Um, but I don't... My camera shouldn't have changed. My chair position changes. So maybe that's making it look lower. I'm not sure. But it seems fine if I sit all the way back. It's when I'm leaning forward that I felt like I was off camera. Um, there's a guy... I can't think of what his YouTube channel is called, or I'd, I'd give him a shout-out. He goes all over the world, and he tries all these foods... Um, is he Asian? Yes, and Fuck. and his logo is like a little Two wontons or something. No, no, it's like a it's like a dumpling. Yes, it's dumpling. He's like dumpling guy or something. No, like but I can't think of the name of his channel because the name of his channel makes it sound like oh he's only going to talk about this thing, but he goes all over the world. Yeah, but his reactions to eating and tasting food are just like I want to eat what he's eating. Yeah, yeah, I've watched him a few times. His name is Mark or something. I feel like maybe not. It's Mark Costco. He's like. Uh, He's like uh, not thick as in like fat, but he's thick as in like uh, you know Volkanovski was fighting Max Holloway on okay. Saturday. How he's he's like stocky, like he's kind of built. Anyway, why are you fat shaming this poor guy? I don't know. Uh, Strictly Dumpling. That's correct. Thank you, Big J. I love Strictly Dumpling. He in one of his episodes goes to Japan mm-hmm. like a Japanese Seven Eleven. Yeah, and just gets all this stuff. And I was just I was watching that like mouth watering, just like fuck. I want to eat everything he's eating. Everything there looks so good because their Seven Elevens are. They might as well be gourmet restaurants, as far as I'm concerned. I got. I was. I was. Where do you bring up like something like Japan? Made me think of like last week or like I was thinking of just like places like I really want to go. That I'm just like I should just make myself go to these places and like <clears throat> not as soon as possible, but like you know. Yeah. Um, it's like Japan, um, like England. Mm-hmm go see a like a premier league soccer match i feel like it would be like that'd be cool i'd do that super like just it's super neat stuff like that yeah because I, I, that's one thing that kind of going to germany made me do it's like oh this is really fun i should do more of this stuff i really want to go to japan i really want to go to vietnam hmm. uh, and i really want to go to south korea you think you just do them all at the same time probably but i i, I just want to go there for food i literally like there's nothing there's no like to do like four days, four days, four days, or something like that. But just eat. Yeah. I don't want to spend any money on anything. That's the thing. Like, that's food. I just want to eat. So you just go to Seoul. You just go to Tokyo, and you just go to Saigon. Oh, fuck, I don't know. It's not. It's probably not Saigon. I don't know what the capital of Vietnam is now. Um, I. It would be cool to do some traveling. There's some mountain stuff in Japan that would be fun. They look like great trains. You can yeah. just do a train trip for a day. Uh, might want to go to England soon. Why is it sinking? What does that even mean, Schwat? That sounds so 
uh what's the word i'm what's the word i'm looking for ominous i can't tell i can't tell if he's saying he might want to go to england soon you think that's what he's saying i don't know what he's saying who knows anyway um the my one of my favorite cooking stories election stuff today oh just because like boris like boris johnson is probably gonna win again i think oh so they're gonna leave the the eu for sure okay um one of my favorite just kind of cooking stories is i always wanted to make uh it wasn't a leg of lamb i can't actually remember what the cut of meat was now okay but it was lamb and Mm -hmm. it was like a huge it might have just been called leg of lamb uh like a big piece of lamb and I would see it at the grocery store mm-hmm. leading up to Christmas. Uh, or not leading up to Christmas. Because it was right around the time Nemo, it was like right after Nemo was born. And Nemo was born two days before Christmas. Easter, maybe. Wait, but you said it was around the time he was born. No, no, Christmas? no. It was, a. I mean, it was after he was born, but right around, like he was still pretty new. Oh, okay. Because it, it wouldn't, it would. There's no way it was a year later. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So Easter, do people that, eat lamb for Easter? That sounds. I could see that. There was some kind of holiday. The Lamb of God. Yeah, I don't know. There was some kind of holiday, and I kept watching these these lamb roasts, like leg of lamb, and I was like, okay, because at first they were like seventy, seventy five dollars. Yeah, lost your camera. Already laughing. Uh, and it was just like, if this gets down to twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it. I'll spend twenty five because that's like twenty five dollars for a roast is still an absurd amount of money to mm-hmm. me. Uh, and it did, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was so excited. So I found this recipe that was really easy. It was basically, if I remember correctly, it was like you cut up a bunch of parsley and you take a ton, like uh, like half a cup of olive oil, mm-hmm. and you mix that all up with a little salt. And then you just rub this whole leg of lamb, like you smother in it, and then you roll it up really tight, and you tie it, mm-hmm. uh, and then you put it on like a frying pan on top of a rack so that all the fat drips down onto the pan and then cooks back up into it. Mm-hmm. And it gets like crispy and fucking amazing. And I made that with roasted vegetables. Mm. And I was so excited. I'd been waiting, seriously, like weeks. I was watching the price of this thing go down. And it was like, it seemed daunting because I spent all this money on it. And, you know, the idea of cooking something that way was kind of da- like all this, like tying something mm-hmm. and everything was just kind of daunting. And like I get it out of the oven and it's cooked perfect. And it's like it's crackling. And it was the day that our son started to do this thing that newborns will do called purple crying, where they just scream at the top of their lungs, inconsolable. And it's it's overwhelming and it's scary and it like the only thing and so like this thing had just come out of the oven and I had like just had this test bite mm-hmm. and Nemo started to like cry uncontrollably and so the like that just takes precedence because it, when it, you've never experienced it before you're kind of like what's wrong mm-hmm. something's wrong he never cries like this what's happening the only thing we could do was Amber was in the bath with him. Mm-hmm like laying on her chest and he was just kind of like going (sighs) 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 but he wasn't scream crying and so i this whole thing that i had waited weeks to buy and like cooked and i was all anxious for i had to eat cold 
But before that, I, I sat on the floor of my bathroom, feeding it to my wife in the bathtub, <laughs> who was holding our son on her chest, like just feeding her this thing like, okay, this is my new reality. Like, but then it was cool because like two weeks later, there was another one on sale for like 24 bucks and I bought that one and cooked it the same way. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. And nothing, Nemo was cool when we cooked that one. I never like. It's one of my favorite things I've ever made. Um. I was kind of happy we did like the the friend Thanksgiving thing because I I wanted to force myself to try and make the turkey. Yeah, so that was fun, and that like that took me outside my comfort zone, like breaking down the turkey beforehand and like yep. doing stuff to it. You had to cut it up and yep. shit, and okay. like yeah, and like you know dry brining it, you know for as for as much as I like trust my dad with like cooking things, like you don't do that, you're gonna dry it out. It's like what? But these guys on these the internet professional that are super chefs smart, say to say it makes it more juicy. To like <laughs> that's yeah, I'd be with your dad. I'm like I'm, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it but hopefully it doesn't suck and it backfires on me <laughs> one that I, that was i'm not lying probably the best turkey i've ever had and i probably even overcooked it although too. i want to say fuck luke thomas <laughs> you know who luke M- thomas M- is. M- mma journalist luke thomas mma journalist luke thomas that's what we're going to title this fuck luke thomas uh he's he's one of my he's maybe my second favorite journalist behind uh jack slack but he was talking shit about people's shitty turkey and he's like you think you're eating good food you're not because that's kind of luke thomas's mm-hmm. shtick and he's like yeah you eat a turkey that you cooked in the oven that's all dried out that you have to smother in gravy it's not good and i like when he was saying it i was like well dan's turkey was really good and then i was like but wait a minute when i think of thanksgiving mm-hmm. it thanksgiving is the flavor of everything together smothered in gravy mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not i'm not looking for like a fucking you know, four-star Michelin restaurant turkey, yeah. Luke. I'm looking for some... Fo- I'm looking for the Thanksgiving flavor. If you can bring that four-star, bring it, but it's not necessary it's not to Thanksgiving. the... It's not Thanksgiving. Yeah. I want a plate that's bigger in my head, mm-hmm. full of food. Turkey, potato, gravy, stuffing. Uh, Green bean casserole, Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts. corn souffle, maybe. Yeah. But I want to just take a big fucking jug of gravy and pour it literally... Cranberries, gravy. Everything gets gravy. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a bite that has everything on it and then have a big turkey leg and take a bite out of that. The turkey leg I could dip into gravy. It was I, w- I was just like, no, dude, you're... Oh, that was my... M- the, my comparison was like, he's on the wrong side of it the way I'm on the wrong side of the Marvel movies. Where I'm like, the Marvel movies are dumb and predictable and they're a waste of my time. And everybody else, I think, is on the other side of it going like, no, dude, you don't get it. They're fun like that's what you you go into it knowing that's what it's going to be and you just have a lot of fun yeah like like you might get you might get surprised and have like, yeah like a like a five-star turkey it's like oh wait this is actually elevating the meal but, but most, it's not but most the of the point. time yeah most of the time you're not it's just the yeah the point is the thanksgiving flavor yeah just like the point of a marvel movie i'm sure the uh what's the the last one endgame endgame mm-hmm. had some moments that were kind of I don't know if they were surprising, but they were definitely impactful yeah, on viewers. But a lot of the time. But a lot of the time, it's like, I'm it's just there to have fun. It's like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Like, I'm just there to have fun. Yeah. So that it was just like, Luke, you just don't get it. It's just not for you. It doesn't mean that it's bad, though. He kept saying, like, your turkey's bad. It's for, and I wonder if I, like some of it is, there's a lot of times where people seem to have horrible family experiences involved with it. Because it's like the same. I don't um, have that. It was the thing, but he might have that. 
Yeah, and, maybe. And that, and that might be poisoning it, where he's got the crazy uncle or the crazy brother that's just like, what? He might. I'm pretty sure his mom killed himself. Is that right? Or did she just die early? <laughs> I couldn't tell I you. I can't remember now. I feel bad. Um. So, like, there's the, on the the podcast people listen to, Connie Bangman, there's Gino Lombardo. Oh, yeah. Um, who's this guy from Long Island. And he's, a, he's, he's going crazy. to school to be a sound tech, sound and, engineer. And so he has this other show that's on Stitcher Premium where he hosts his own radio show. And they had the, yeah, he, 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 he likes he likes pouring water. It's for Gino. Uh, and so they they had a, they had people call in and like have like give him like Thanksgiving questions. <laughs> what do you got? Okay, so Javin so has that. Javin has that. Has okay. That. okay. Keep going. Uh, Sorry. And three of the four people that called in, like, don't like eating turkey on Thanksgiving. And I think and they were, they were, and there's like, it's, it's, it? it's, it's dry and it's garbage. And it's, it's so I, I, I wonder if, like, some people are just doing it so badly that you can't, I guess, you can't pour enough gravy on it to I've make it never, good. I've never, I've, yeah, that's weird to me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think my brother-in-law made a turkey. It wasn't dry. It was like, this is fine. It tastes like... I've never had... Besides your turkey, it was like there was a different flavor to it. And mm-hmm. it might only be because I was paying attention. Because I knew what you had done to it. It could be, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't tell me and I just grabbed it, I would have just poured a bunch of fucking gravy on it. It's, it's like when my dad smokes his turkeys now. It's the same thing. It's like, yeah. you're getting... The thing I didn't like, my brother-in-law likes everything sweet. Like, all his favorite th- drinks are sweet. Sure. He made sweet gravy... It was fucking, it was gross, dude. My sister, Amy, thankfully, was like, no, we'll, we'll just make regular gravy, too. They also made a spicy gravy with jalapeno, which I didn't get to try. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It doesn't make sense on Thanksgiving. You, you're allowed to have sweet and savory, but the gravy it needs was not to be good. savory. It ruined my uh, day after Thanksgiving meal. That's upsetting. It didn't ruin it, but it was just like, what is this? This is, the cranberries are what's sweet. Like, the gravy is supposed to be this accoutrement mm-hmm. that ties everything together. It's not supposed to be doing anything crazy. Accoutrement. I don't know if that's the right word. It's like a thing. What was the word that Vitamin Anderson was talking about the other night? Uh, amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. It's an amuse-bouche. Um, it certainly was amusing. But it's not supposed to like... Gravy can be good. But I don't think it's supposed to be the focal point it's not of the meal. A, it's not at the front. No, it's it's an enhancer. And you know what? You know what doesn't want like sweet on it. Like uh, half the things you're pouring gravy on. They they don't they don't need. But I like gra- I like gravy with my cranberries. But it's because there's a balance there. Yeah, but but you don't want but the yeah. I like, don't want sweet yeah. mashed potatoes. No, Get the fuck out of here. Although yeah. you know what is good if you take rice, and you do butter and then cinnamon sugar. It's really good. Yeah, I can see that. Just try, really good. It's good. It's not like a game changer, but it's good. It's it's almost like a you're almost using like a uh the rice as a porridge at that point. Correct. Yep. <clears throat> no, Thanksgiving is one of the times that I Thanksgiving and Christmas were never times for me that were miserable. Even when my my dad and my mom had big holiday parties mm-hmm. and they were fun. I remember like a bunch of people would come over and everybody would play Pinochle. My grandma and grandpa Heiner would be typically from Utah would be there. My grandma, who I call Grandma O, would play Uno with the kids. 
you'd get to stay up late. Mm-hmm. We'd have Catawba juice. You know what Catawba juice is? It's like sparkling grape juice. Uh-huh. You ever had it? I've had sparkling grape juice. It's, I, I grew up calling it Catawba juice. Huh. I don't know if that's what it's actually called. Okay. If that's a family nomenclature, I have no idea. Yeah, because I've just always seen it as sparkling grape. We called it Catawba juice. Huh. I literally, until this moment, I've never thought about it. Until you looked at me weird and I was like, wait, is that just what my family calls it? Could it could be. I don't know. Yeah. But sparkling but now, grape juice. But now you'll pass it on to your kids. Catawba juice. Fuck yeah. That's all I call it. But we, you know, you get to drink a bunch of that and I don't know. You, It was, I, I don't have any bad memories of that at all. I just, my memories are good. We call it that too. Okay. okay. So maybe in Canada they call it sparkling grape. I I don't know if there's a, if it's a brand or what. Mm-hmm. I've never. Like I don't I, know. Like I think I was telling Javin this where, like last Christmas. Yeah, like I, I was trying to think of like I never I've been same as you. I've never had all my experiences at like Thanksgiving or Christmas were always were always awesome. You don't have any bad family memories though. It, well, and that was the thing. Like we were sitting there and like all the aunts and uncles. Yeah. We're upstairs. Me and like is my this this Thanksgiving, the last Christmas. Okay, like me, my like fifty five year old cousin, like his kids who are graduating college at this point, and like like his sister, her husband, and like his their kids, and like my other like there was probably seven or eight of my cousins around this table, and we're basically sitting at the table as if we were, I was four and they're twelve or yeah or like nineteen, and it's. It's the same. Yeah. Like we're like what like it's it's always been this like just great experience is kind of getting together with them and yeah wherever I've been for Thanksgiving because mine wasn't always the same experience but whatever one I was doing was mm-hmm. always good. Yeah. I don't like if we went out to my stepdad's uh, mom's who I also all my grandparents have always just called like grandma. Mm-hmm. If we went out to grandma's for Thanksgiving, it was a good time. If we did it at my mom's, it was a good time. If we did it at my uncle's, it was, you know, it was like there was never a bad. Everybody kind of, <clears throat> everybody kind of held it together for those. Big, yeah. So yeah, Big J's got the same experience where it's like I, I guess there was no, there were no like black sheep, I guess, in the family. Yeah. Like every, like everyone led a like a everyone was fairly normal. But black sheep doesn't. I mean, black. I feel like the black sheep in my family in a lot of regards. But it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't imply like I don't think I'm a fucker. Yeah, and that's the, yeah. Or like a like, uh, yeah. I've just always had. I've just never had the same consistent. Oh yeah, well, like I I can trace the line. Yeah, I don't like have the same year. experience. It was just like one year I'd be at my mom's and one year I'd be at my dad's, and we would always be doing a different thing. Mm. It was never the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And my both my parents would throw Christmas parties, like not on Christmas all the time. Oh, just like where like their friends would come over. Friends and family okay. would come over, and we'd have big Christmas parties. They did that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, another thing I was gonna I meant to mention this a while ago. Another recipe that I love is a recipe called turkey congee, ah. which is one that I've discovered. Uh-huh. It's like a Creole. If you can't guess by the the term congee. You take uh, turkey, whatever you're left with, if you're the one who hosted or if you take the turkey home, and you basically you take all the meat off the turkey after you've had leftovers, of course. Uh, and then, oh, I was going to mention this too. Sorry, sidetrack. 
We might just talk about food for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite memories is when my parents owned a hobby farm. I went down there by myself. I was like probably 18 at this point. Mm-hmm. I went down there by myself. I got down there late and like basically said goodnight to my dad and stepmom. But they had all these Thanksgiving leftovers and I and they had a whole bottle of Catawba juice. Mm-hmm. And I took the bottle of Catawba juice and I just sat up watching movies until like four in the morning. And I had three plates of Thanksgiving leftovers and just drank the Catawba juice right out of the bottle. And I just have this really strong memory of like, I fucking love Thanksgiving leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, turkey congee is, it's like porridge mm-hmm. in its consistency. Oh, okay. You take all the turkey off and then you cook down, you know, you cook the carcass mm-hmm. uh, with carrots and onions and celery. And then you, the last thing you do is you throw all the turkey stuff in there and then you throw a bunch of rice in. You're, or you're almost making like a risotto. Or you can do, use risotto. Okay. Uh, and it just gets this thick, creamy, and like after Thanksgiving, like you know how the past couple of days we had our high was like four, mm-hmm. uh, four Fahrenheit. Where, so I don't know what that would be in Celsius. Definitely below zero. Yeah. Uh, but you eat, like, it's so good on a cold day. Mm-hmm. And you just have it with, like, biscuits that have butter or buns with butter or even just buttered bread. It's fucking so delicious. No, it's, it's just dinner porridge. Yeah, it's so good. And then my other absolute favorite thing that is a family recipe that I want to continue is my stepdad's navy bean soup. Mm. So on Christmas, I... I like to cook a ham if I'm hosting Christmas because hams are really easy. You basically make a tinfoil tent and you put it in the oven. Uh, but then you get a ha- you got to get a bone-in ham Yeah. because then you get the ham bone. You get ham sandwiches for days after. Ham bone. Love <laughs> love a good ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. Another one of my res- er, recipes, another one of my memories is the year Final Fantasy VII came out. Mm-hmm. My mom's friend, Pam, for my Christmas gift, she gave me a 48-pack of IBC root beer. It was basically Ooh, a case from yeah, like yeah. Sam's Club of IBC root beer and two packages of Sun Chips. Mm-hmm. And then we had we had made a Christmas ham, and we had a bunch of like rolls left over. And so for all of Christmas break, I played Final Fantasy VII. I think I played it two times through and drank IBC root beer and just made sandwich after sandwich after sandwich and ate them with sun chips. It's like this thing that's burned in my yeah, brain yeah. where it was like, I didn't have a fucking care in the world. It was all, it was the, it's still one of my like favorite memories of my entire life. Is I just spent two weeks playing Final Fantasy VII and drinking root beer. Nice. Uh, but when you have a ham, you have ham sandwiches and then navy bean soup. You make with a ham bone, navy beans, obviously. Huge, you got to have huge chunks of carrot. Mm-hmm onion and then tomatoes like again the whole cans of tomatoes and you just cook oh my god it's so good and you have it that one you have to have a bread with a hard crust on the outside mm-hmm. you butter the bread and you eat it and then with the hard crust you soak it mm-hmm. but my stepdad i grew up with my stepdad making it and whenever it was like we ha- if we had a ham it was like <gasps> soup's coming soup's coming and every once in a while he'd make a split pea soup and you'd be like oh like you just like split pea soup is really good. Mm-hmm. And if my dad at my dad's house, if they made split pea soup, I was super happy because I love split pea soup. It's really good. Also, split pea soup almost killed my son. Uh, Allergic to peas. Uh, but if my stepdad made split pea soup, it was like, oh, Don, I want you to make navy bean yeah. soup. It's so good. 
Yeah, I think because we were talking about it earlier, a couple days ago. Yeah, it was like the same thing with my dad when he made uh, ribs because mm-hmm. he, he would just make beef and barley yep. off the off the rib bones. Oh, okay, so there are beef ribs. Yeah, beef and barley is also really good. I just made beef and barley really recently, uh, but I made it with elk. Oh, so it'd be elk and barley, and it was my son like ate it up. It's those things on cold winter days, man. That's I always love. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Javin always makes fun of me for loving the change of seasons, mm-hmm. which he's not wrong. I, I, I think I love every change of season because I love when spring, I love getting into spring. Ah, spring to summer is like a nothing one, right? It's because you're just, you're, you're a Wiccan at heart. <laughs> but spring to summer is not really, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do love when you all of a sudden one day you'll be driving and you're like, holy shit, I can't see across the river or whatever because mm-hmm. everything's so green all of a sudden. Yeah. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. That's when you know you've been into summer. But w- the one of the reasons I love transitioning from fall to winter is because in the fall, it's fun to eat like some of the cold winter foods. But once it's like on a snowy day, like if it snows on a Saturday mm-hmm. and you just have some like, you got soloing pa- piano radio.com on, little plug for them. Everybody should check out solo piano radio.com because I fucking love that. Site. I did not agree to this. I'm plugging them. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. Uh, you got solopianoradio.com on mm-hmm. in the background, and you got some all-day spaghetti on the stove, or you got some beef and barley cooking, mm-hmm. and you got some bread. You got nowhere to go. It's just, it's this, it's like a magical thing of just like, there's a snowstorm. I don't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything pressing to do. I'm just going to cook this food and like watch a movie or read a book or play some video games. Oh, yeah. Like that's another thing. Right now, my kids don't, they can't like sit and read for extended hours because a constant struggle between Amber and I right now is like on a, like if it's, if the high for the day is five degrees Mm -hmm. and we're not going to drive, but let's like, we're not going to drive to somewhere to do something. Like we're not going to go down to the Y or, you know, I don't know, watching like an hour and a half, two hours of TV is just something you get to do on that day. Yeah. You know, you just get to sit and kind of chill not and watch. Day. I'm not saying all day. Oh. But that's like, but once they can read, that'll be something that'll be mm-hmm. really fun too is like, I, I don't know, I have this hope that we'll all be like sitting around one of our rooms. Or when they have like a bunch of Legos they can use. Sure. But I also, ju- I have this like dream oh, yeah, of oh, like, yeah. we're all sitting in the living room. We've got our fireplace fixed so we can have fires in there. You know, whispering solo piano radio <laughs> is playing. You got some, you got, you got a... Some all-day spaghetti sauce cooking, and mm-hmm. then you're, but you're all just sitting there reading. Mm-hmm. It's like a nerdy dream, but I love it. I think that's all I got on recipes. Yeah, I think I think like, like I'm similar in that regard. That I'll just, you know, if I know it's going to be like snowing for the weekend, it's like I'll be excited for like hibernating having i'll make too much porridge mm-hmm. on like saturday morning and then i'll i might have just like chili that i'll just start cooking right away yep. when i wake up or like a <clears throat> or beef uh or like a pot roast or something yep. and just like Hell it, yeah. and just let it cook porridge for those might not even eat, might not even like like eat lunch just like wait and just eat a bunch of it at dinner time eat a big porridge breakfast porridge is oatmeal for it, oh yes <clears throat> Those people who don't speak Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk fights and then end this. 
Sure. I'm really excited for this weekend. I have no idea what's this weekend. Oh, well, then maybe we can't talk fights. I just want to make sure Javin gets to bed on time, so I thought we could bring up fights now. Just kidding, Javin. I want to make sure I get to bed on time, too. Uh, Colby Covington, Kamara Usman. Oh, okay. Max Holloway, Alexander Volkanovsky, mm-hmm. Jermaine Durandame, Manny Nunez. Yes. Also, uh, Jose Aldo making his first attempt at 135. Oh. He looks like death. <laughs> and he's fighting Marlon Marias, hmm. who just fought Henry yeah. Cejudo for the title. Yeah. So, good luck, I guess. Uh, and the other one is Uriah Faber. They brought out of retirement, and they had him fight Ricky Simone, mm-hmm. who I love Jack Slack, was like, Ricky Simone, if, like, <laughs> he's like, if you want to have a Taylor-made like made fight to make Uriah Faber a big star, like, to come out of his retirement and, like, keep using his star power, Ricky, there's no better opponent than Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone is super open for an overhand right. Uriah Faber loves an overhand right. And then that's how he put him away. And I just love Jack Slack because he's like, I'm not psychic. He's, just, Jack Slack's kind of a like I he's an understand. arrogant douchebag, but he's right. Yeah. Not a douchebag, but he is arrogant. I don't think he's a douchebag at all. Um, but now, so Uriah Faber came out of retirement for that fight, and now he's fighting. Um, name left my head while I was doing this whole thing. Ah, uh, Peter Yan. Don't know him. Oh, Peter Yan's a killer. Peter Yan is a title contender. Okay. And it's just funny that it's like, man, they're throwing your eye out of the wool. I guess, like, if you think about the marketing behind it, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, everybody knows your eye favor's it, got a name. It gives him he came like out a of retirement. marquee win. Yes. And it gives him a win over a big name. Yeah. And, like, you could make a star out of Peter Yan. Um, but yeah, it's a really good fight card this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like the undercard, uh, it's a, you also got Mike Perry is fighting Mike Perry Platinum. I can't think of who's fighting. Is but he that's, lost his last couple. Yeah, yeah. That's the prelim main event. Main event because I, like his, I think his, he's gone one and two in his last. I was three. Say, like his, his name is still so good that he gets the prelim main event. Mike Perry could lose every fight. I'd still watch him. Yeah, I love Mike Perry. Especially, they got they got back together and got married, right? Him and the Platinum oh, Princess. Oh yeah, Platinum Princess. Yeah, Booty for days. Well, should we walk out to the ring? Holy shit! Uh, a killer on the loose. Are you in trouble? Oh no. Um, I'm really. I actually, I'm not going to say his name, but I have a a high schooler. It's the only. It's the only high schooler whose name I've learned. Uh where I work mm-hmm. who one day I walked by him and so he, he does like, uh, I will Schwat. Uh, I walked by him. He, he's like, uh, I'm really, I really have to focus. I really don't want to say his name. I, he's like, uh, he helps in the media center, which media center is essentially like the library. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, he helps out in the media center, but if there's nothing for them to do, like if the if the people in the media center, the media specialist, uh, if they don't have anything for him to do, he just it's kind of like a free hour. Mm-hmm. He'll check out books if kids come up or things like that. But he was watching a UFC fight on his phone, and I walked by and I can't remember what it was, but it was like, oh, that's a really good fight. And I like stood there and watched it for a minute, and then started talking to him about it. 
but now this second trimester he's become a like he's a helper again mm-hmm. so i was talking to him today about the fights uh and it was it was just fun because he's a, he's probably 17 or 18 would be my guess i don't actually know i think you have to be a senior to do that media specialist thing or to, to help in the media center anyway i was talking to him today and we're both really excited for colby versus usman uh because wait me talking to high schooler sounds scary and concerning javin um no it's but we were both like it's not gonna be a fun fight for like casuals to watch yeah because it's gonna be a lot of wrestling but i want to see like who is better at that pressure wrestling style i'm so curious i'm so excited seems like it has to be usman i feel like it's gotta be he's so he's just so swole for that weight class Mm -hmm. but he did it for Five rounds against Tyron Woodley. Mm-hmm. He didn't gas. Like you look at all his big muscles. Remember, like the first yeah. time we ever saw Joe Rogan was talking about beach muscles with yeah. uh not Frank Trigg. God damn it, I can't think of the fighter's name. He was talking about how his this guy's muscles were showy, but they're not necessarily good for fighting. And he's like, he's gonna pump out. And then like three minutes into the first round, I was like, dude, this guy's gas. Oh, yeah. They're for show, not for go. Yeah, they're because you gotta use all that blood, mm-hmm. but Usman beat Woodley up for five rounds and never quit. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he's got to be stronger than Colby, but I don't know. I'm really interested. I'm really excited. Uh, me and Tim both agreed, though, that we thought Colby was going to win. We just think there's something there. So you said a name there. Ah, he- fuck me. <laughs> don't say his last name. It's only, I don't know his last name, thankfully. I just I'm just trying not to. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's me and Tim were talking. Tim the Tool Man Tiller. Yeah, exactly. I was just trying not to. It doesn't really matter. Har, 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 har. There you go. Uh, and then I knew as soon as I got, like, if I got into the conversation, you would just, like, zone out. My brain would just be like, yeah, this person I know. Now, Usman wins. Uh, See, I think Colby. I was going to pick Usman. Okay. Because Usman. Usman. Uh, yeah, who's who's Shawnee got? You I don't know. Her? I haven't asked her yet. I should ask her that tomorrow. I got to yep. go to DSC tomorrow. I'll ask Shawnee. Uh, I think uh, Holloway. Holloway's got it. Nunez got it because Ronami's yeah. a little bitch. She's already beat. She beat Ronami in the first round once before. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I, I don't trust Ronami to fight a good fight. That was one thing Shawnee and I talked about when uh. Man, and Nunez knocked out Chris Cyborg. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I was just walking around my basement going, what? What? Like, I could not believe that. Yeah, I think I, you may have stood on that table. It was bananas. <laughs> I think it was just you, me, and Wade watching. And yeah. I was like, what in the fuck just happened? I I couldn't believe that one. They both, yeah, they just walked at each other and just, this is going to be it. We're just going to throw but punches. But Amanda Nunez was like, had good head movement and mm-hmm. just fucked her up. Oh, yeah. She's it, so crazy strong, too. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like it, it is one of those fights where I feel like Cyborg could have won the fight if, if she, she connected. If she did what uh, Jason Perello like has been coaching her to do for years, and you know stayed behind her jab and took her shots when they were there, but she just no, no, Cyborg's she, a fucking monster. And she just was like, "All right, you want to brawl? Let's brawl!" And they start throwing punches. Mana Nunez, man, she's a monster. Mm-hmm. She's a wrecking machine. I don't know that she would have won that fight. Amanda Nunez is a pretty good all around fighter too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who, who's got the better like round game. 
I really don't. I don't either. They're both Brazilians, so they both probably have a very good ground game. Probably. But yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. I really got to pee. What do you think? You ready to wrap it up? Sure. Pretty short podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't really have anything else I want to talk about for a half an hour. No, my thing would get real dark. What's your thing? I don't think you want to hear it. Is it impeachment stuff? No. What is it? History lesson. Oh, no. Save it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Alistair's lip exploded. Oh, yeah. He was winning that fight, by the way. Easily winning that fight. 100%. Not Jared Cannonier. Who did he fight? Ronnie James Dio. No, it was not Ronnie James Dio from the Van Dio. keep saying that. He's going to fight somebody. Dio? Yeah. Is Dio alive? I don't know. Yes, Ashwa has four seconds left in that fight. Four seconds left. You're Alistair winning. Overeem is boxing him up. I still think, like, it sucks because Alistair Overeem is, like, in the twilight of his career and he's trying to stay in title contention. It's like, this is an L on his record, but it's like, it's an L on his record to anybody who's, like, a casual fan. But anybody who watched that fight is like, no, Alistair won every round of that fight mm-hmm. and then got caught with the fucking punch to end all punches. It was not like. Robbie Lawler up until then in his fight with Rory McDonald, that was the grossest lip thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. This pales in comparison to that. Yeah. Alistair Overeem's lip was like broke up to his nose, dude. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. I didn't look. You didn't look? I didn't want to. It's fucking bananas. You see it too. Somebody slowed it down. He gets hit. And when his fist comes away, you see his fucking lip flapping. It's, uh, It's literally split from like here to here. It's like that long. Oh, man. It's so nasty. You remember when Robbie Lawler had his lip split? Oh, it was like right here. And he was just yelling, but it was just like a little split. This is like <laughs> this is like jagged and like rips up to his nose. It's fucking nasty. And it just sucks for Alistair because it's like, dude, you're winning that fight. Yeah. Like if that had just been a big bomb, uh, one of the, Nick Pete from the Fight Disciples, I was listening to him, and he was talking about how he didn't necessarily like the refing because the refing let... Uh, God damn it. All I can think of is Jared Cannonier. But yeah, the fight earlier. Like, he like walked away. Yeah. And Alistair was already. It was like Alistair had been rocked, but he was already putting. Like he was already fighting defensively. And the fight's almost over. So it's like you don't necessarily. Struve. Yeah. The Struve yeah, fight. That was like, a weird thing. Like you don't necessarily call a fight with that much time left. It, you, you have to be very sure. Yeah. You have to be very sure. It was weird. It was a weird stoppage. Yeah. Uh. But it's not like it's not one Overeem can contest either. The Struve thing, I'm not going to talk about it. No, because the fight would have been called if a doctor had seen that immediately. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not. It just sucks for Alistair because mm-hmm. he was he looked good. Mm-hmm. He was fighting smart. He don't look good no more. No, you know they just they were like you have to leave and go get plastic surgery. Yeah, get out. Of here. They just made him leave, and he was go. in plastic surgery for a while. Yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. Although I I can't tell you the last fight I stayed up to watch. I've been watching them the day after. Legally. <laughs> well, that's, that's the only way to do it the day after. Legal, yeah, you uh, you just record it on your TiVo that I have with yeah. my TV uh-huh. subscription. 100%. UFC.com. Mm. UFC.TV. I don't know if UFC.com can watch it after the, the ESPN day after. Plus. I don't know if you can watch the day after. 
You got to record it on your TiVo device. Oh, okay. Whatever that's called. TiVo. Yeah. The TV for TiVos. I think TiVo still exists. I'm getting a call <laughs> from, well, I was going to say the president, but that I don't want the president to call me. Hey, it's me. <laughs> that was a really bad Trump impersonation. It wasn't great. Uh, let's see. Divine Dragon song. What? Playing more Sekiro songs. Oh. You are playing it out of the phone no, right it's now. It's not plugged in. You can, guys, can you hear it? There it is. YouTube is just now going to be like, oh, you, you want Sekiro music? <laughs> Here, here's more Sekiro music. But no, 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 no. This it. is what you said you wanted. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for also... Joining I'm in. sure many of you had the video game awards on on your other monitor and would mute us if anything interesting came on. But thanks for tuning in anyways. We always appreciate it. Of course. It's always a good time. It's always the same thing for me. Tonight before you got here, I was like, oh my god, I'm so tired. I just wanna I just wanna play Dark Souls and watch the video game awards. Mm -hmm. But now I'm really glad we did it. Yeah. Uh, as always, our podcast is brought to you first and foremost by Joey the Good Boy. Check in on him. I think There's you can only butt. see his butt. Hey, Joey. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. He's done. Schwat, what is this emoji? <laughs> Amazing. Flaming dog. That's a great. That's a great emoji. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, talented, wonderful designer from uh, Minnesota. He's a beautiful human, although he very rarely listens live. Ropes. Oh, fuck. We forgot. Ropes. You looked away. Now I know I can't trust you. Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.